0: preacher fans. The only dudes who could ever teach me were some guys who were preacher
1: fans. Yes, they were. They were. Oh, yes, they were.
0: That's a podcast theme right there.
2: Praise Jesus, it's time to go down, or perhaps up to heaven itself, because it is Sunday. Sunday, 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 Monster Truck Sunday, No Monster God Sunday, and I, am Alex, and I am talking to you about the good word of Preach Man! (laughs)
0: <laughs> what just happened? Uh, I'm Justin. I'm Pete. Alex has taken over a mega Church. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, he wants Ooh, to, it,
2: I'm so sweaty right no. now. All right.
0: I, sweaty. I do <laughs> <All> declare. Uh,
2: <laughs> I am sweating into the presence of the Lord. Oh
0: my uh, God. Was
2: that pretty good? Uh, we're going to talk about <laughs> Les Enfants du Song. What One of the episodes of Preacher, we are running a little behind on this. Sorry about that, but we're going to yep. work to catch up. Is to this the current. episode season. six
0: of this season.
2: Episode six of this season. A lot of stuff going on. I'll be honest, I don't remember what happened to this point because we were so far behind, uh, but uh, the Preacher, whose name is Jesse Custer? Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, it's coming back to me. Nice. Tulip and Cassidy the Vampire have all been camping out at a place called Angelville, which is not very nice. It's run by a lady named Grandma who used to have a hold over Jesse Custer back when he was a kid, now has a hold over him again based on the fact that he wanted to bring his girlfriend Tulip back to life. Uh, The group has fractured and blown apart. Particularly, Cassidy has run back to New Orleans and fallen in with the titular organization Les Enfants du Sang. uh, who we meet this episode. Uh, He has been kind of flirting with a vampire underground in New Orleans. Uh, And meanwhile, Back on the homestead Everybody wants a soul They gotta get a soul Gotta find out about a soul Gotta get some souls uh. This
1: episode starts with uh, Our space Our old friend Yeah, uh, he's back Eugene Yeah, Yeah, he finds out His town exploded
0: Yeah, he shows up And it is a hole in the ground So
2: we get a little bit Of a catch up with him As he uh, wanders back from hell Finds the town exploded Ends up still super positive At an orphanage uh, which
0: I thought was pretty hilarious. Yeah, he says he has a special purpose, um, mm-hmm. which I guess technically was bringing Hitler back to Earth. <laughs> sure, uh, uh, I've been—I for one—really like all the Eugene stuff from last season, and am very excited about this. Uh, obviously, we didn't get a ton of it in this episode,
1: right? Uh, yeah, but it's a I think bit it was a, a f- Fun way yeah. to kind of start the up. Uh, also, we kind of got this sad story about all these people dying and. In this uh, one kid's life, uh, which was super sad. Because but then he, lightens up real quick because the Santa Killers shows up.
0: And adopts Eugene. Yeah. Uh, which, man, that's gotta be fun. When that is, that up, is a
1: sitcom
2: pre- premise right there. Oh, that's yeah. What
1: that's adopted by uh, a murder demon? Yeah, I yeah, guess. sure. Yeah, uh, who hates paperwork? I mean, if you even talk to him about paperwork, he'll throw you through a wall. Yeah. What do you think
2: about that, Pete? Would you wanna be adopted by a murder demon?
1: Oh man! I mean, part of me wants to say yes. You know, it would kind of be like the ideal scenario. Um,
0: but let me throw here, Pete. When you eventually die and go to hell, I think you <laughs> might end up being a saint of killers.
1: Ooh, yeah, that's true. Uh, so
0: you might be the one adopting someone.
1: Mm. Well, that's a, that'll be a nice circle of life. I'll get to raise them. You know, on my dick. Yeah. No.
2: <laughs> what? No, cool. Yeah. Do you want me to keep going? No, I, I can do the entirety of Lion King right at the beginning. Okay. All the animals are looking down. All
1: right. Here we go. Oh, you're just going to describe it? Yeah. But, just, uh, next uh, we a lion. Have, he's a king. So uh, next we have uh, Cassidy who is uh, finding out about this vampire cult. That so he's kind of.
0: So this is a cult of vampires that uh, he gets exposed to uh, when he, has, he signs up for a vampire dating app, uh, meets a girl, and he believes that she's a vampire, even though they're at a cafe in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. They play They play a lot of fast and loose with sunlight.
2: Yeah, yeah they uh, do. Kind of. It's more about direct sunlight, I uh, think. Definitely. They but usually keep him out of that. Yes. <laughs> <Usually>. Cool. <laughs> I uh, think they're good, like, a good 85 to 90% of the time.
0: Yes. But, I mean, it was bright in this cafe, and it was daytime. Uh, anyway, he's hanging out with this girl. They go in the bathroom to hook up, and she reveals that she is not a real vampire. And he ends up, um, back uh, by the end of the episode, getting kidnapped out of the hands of the grail, um, and being sent to this, uh, being taken by this cult of vampires, Le, uh, Les Enfants de songe, And uh, it seems like maybe a fake vampire cult until a dude eats a bird. Yeah.
2: yeah. That was a weird effect. Great party trick, though. Yes. Now, yep. this is, uh, Pete, you have a better memory for the stuff than I do, strangely. Uh, this is straight out of the comics, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, the whole uh, vampire cult thing is, yeah.
2: Yeah, but there's even the the look of him, the way that they're all set up when Cassidy first encounters them. I think even the bird eating is mm-hmm. all straight out of the comic book. Like, also, is,
1: being in somebody's basement, like somebody's mom's. Yes, yeah, which
2: is a pretty fun joke. Yeah. Yeah, they're uh, in one of the it, vampires. It, it bases. definitely strikes the balance between being a sad vampire cult. And having Cassidy kind of slowly sucked into it, which I think is a really nice character arc for him.
0: It is. I think it's fun because it's like a cheesy, they're a cheesy vampire cult. They're yeah. like yeah. Uh, the modern, like pop culture vampire sort of it, the main guy's like an interview with a
1: vampire. He's very Lestat. Yeah, so like, it's fun to see him kind of with Cassie because like Cassie is like fuck all this shit. Like you're doing it wrong.
0: Yeah, he thinks it's lame. Um, yeah, but we leave that for a bit. We head to Angelville um, where uh, Grandma was uh, almost killed. And everyone, Jody and TC, are like, "Yo, we need to get a soul for Grandma. We need Mm -hmm. some souls. She needs a whole meal of souls." When you get hungry for a certain time, when you get hungry for a certain type of food, in this case, a soul. Sure, uh, like you, you want it. It's called a craving.
2: What? uh, Would you eat a soul? I would
1: taste it. I just want to know
0: what it tastes like. Okay, it's too spicy. I don't know. I like you. Would you seriously
1: eat somebody's soul? Uh, It depends. Is it a soup? So if it's it's what it's with is really what's keeping you... Sorry, are you
2: positive on the soup soul or negative on the soup soul?
1: I would eat a soupy soul. I love soup. Yeah, what about a soupy sail soul?
0: (laughs) Uh, Or maybe like a a bouillabaisse.
1: That's gross, man. I can't believe you would well, eat somebody's soul. Well, how would you soul. eat a soul, Pete? I'm not
0: going to eat somebody's soul. Yeah, but if soul. you had to. No, I'm not going to eat somebody's soul. What if you were in like a, sp- a special soul restaurant? I'm not going to. Let me a ask soul you this. You're eating a soul tasting menu, and the fourth co- course comes out, and it's an actual soul. How I'm would not you like to eat
2: it? What about this? What if you go into Subway... And they're like, hey, Pete, you want your regular meatball marinara with lettuce and cheese? Yeah. Oh, it's 65 cents extra for a bunch of soles on there. What do you think? <laughs> I'm not going
0: to do it. Let me. Add, what about this? If you go to Subway and get your usual meatball <laughs> garbage or whatever it is, <laughs> and they're like, oh, hey, man, I meant to tell you five years ago when you first came in here and ordered the same thing every week, yep. this is made of soles. <laughs> <laughs> He's got should. a soul sauce. So
1: I say, fuck you, punch him in the face, and I never go back. Hey, wow. But you've been eating soles all this time. Right. Yeah, you're the one eating souls. I would stop eating once I find out. You would stop eating? I would stop eating souls. There's a reason
0: that Subway's always empty and you're the only customer.
2: Yeah. Have you ever looked at the poster for this Subway, the Subway below the theater where we tape stuff? Yeah. It says, Subway, eat flesh.
1: (laughs) 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 Anyway, so. Great stuff. (laughs) I like this idea (laughs) that we have Jesse back being a preacher again. That was kind of weird to see him back doing his preacher stuff in this fake kind of funeral.
0: Uh, yeah, so we have a fake funeral um, for Tulip and Grandma for the killer, uh, Jesse's ex, to see and yeah, uh, sort to of draw them out. her out. Yeah. Um, we, Can I th- be
2: honest about something? Yes. I just want to interrupt here, and, oh, okay. and Pete's going to hate this, I know. I am kind of not interested in what's going on in Angelville, but love what's going on with Cassidy.
0: Uh, I sort of agree with you. I feel like we're in, uh, for lack of a better term, a sort of swamp of things going on. And Jesse feels trapped. Um, everyone feels... Tulip feels trapped. Everyone feels a little stuck there. While the Cassidy stuff, the Eugene stuff, feels like there's so much opportunity
1: for Yes. Them. Guys, the... Angelville stuff is the most important thing. Jesse is literally trapped there. You can't go out other places. But okay? it's not fun. We have to deal with this grandma situation.
0: But it's not, it feels like we're stuck dealing with it. It's like, oh, my God, I have to do my taxes. I have to hurry up and yes. do my taxes. They're due. But it's, they're, I have two weeks, and you put it off. You put this it is off. It nothing like,
1: like taxes.
0: It does feel like taxes. She
1: literally has control of
0: him. I know, but I'm just saying it's not super fun. I will say, though...
1: Yeah, it's not super fun when you have to go back to the one place you don't want to be to save the woman you love. And then when you do, it's this elaborate thing that you try to get out of, and and it keeps blowing up in your face. So You have to get it right. So I'm sorry. It's not one and done, guys. You're not Jesse. You're watching this show. So don't you want it to be more fun? No, I like the reality of how hard this is.
2: I... Everything moves usually so quickly on the show. I like the actors who play Jody and TC. Betty Buckley is fantastic. His grandma. They're great. But at the same time, all of these other situations are moving so rapidly. We got the entirety of Eugene's story from the end of last season up until now at about five minutes right at the top of the episode. Cassidy's stuff is also moving super quickly and we're getting a lot of changes and uh, big story elements for him. But the Angelville stuff just seems to be plodding along.
1: Well, I think they got you right where they want you because you were wanting more. And that's the important thing. Well,
0: and there is some fun stuff in this episode. Sure. We, we, we get a fun soul heist. Uh, we get yeah. a blonde wig for Tulip to wear. Oh. The scene where she goes to the bank and there's like uh, the lock has is a tongue, uh, a saliva unlock on it. Like that's all fun stuff. Yeah, because it has
1: a hand imprint. But then it does. Yeah. Also, uh, Tulip's line here. It's like, all right, bitches. Clock is ticking. I mean, just some great, great stuff.
0: Fun stuff. They're casing the bank. Yep. It is fun. Uh, and so fuck you guys no but it, it, the the main part of the story and like throughout the course of this episode we're still stuck in the same spot like not much changes there's still at the end of this episode there's still like Grandma needs more souls. She still needs eat souls. Mm-hmm. And they're still stuck serving Grandma. But uh, let's talk, because some of the other fun stuff in the episode was uh, Star. Um, yeah, looks like a penis. Uh, he, he does look like a penis. So could
2: you remind me, I this, again, is straight from the comics. Right. The That happens to his head. Everybody yep. talks about it. How did it happen to his
0: head again? When the vampires came and took uh, Cass, they split his head open. Oh, I forgot that. Mm-hmm. Uh Yes, I, it took... I didn't re- quite remember it either. Okay. And when they pulled pull this thing off, I was like, did that? Because they show a video of the All-Father crushing someone's head, and I was like, oh, is that how he did that? Mm-hmm. But no, I think it was from the... Okay, uh, yeah, the that makes
2: sense. Uh, for some reason, I didn't go back, so I wasn't sure how to put it together, but I don't know. I, I do love, and this is something that I really loved reading the comic as well, how a hair star is this Unstoppable demon who doesn't care about anything essentially, but also everybody makes fun of him all the time yeah. and things just get worse and worse for him.
0: I think it, that's yeah. great. He's sort of like a middle manager who hates his job, but it's being evil. Yeah. So that that's really funny. Is a scar mohawk, like we're saying, he wears a cool white hat. Uh so that the all this stuff cool. is fun. What?
1: I don't think that hat's cool. It's, it's cool.
0: I so mean if you have to wear all white, throw a bowler hat on. <laughs> Uh, so there, it, we're setting up in this episode, um, Star versus All Father, with uh, with Jesse being sort of the piece yeah. uh, in between, um, and it's. Uh, it's a fun. The All Father crushes a dude head, as we said. Um, it comes out that Hair Star is really trying to take on the All Father. Uh, all Father eats a horse. They eat a horse together.
2: Oh, that was so fucking so disgusting, huge oh. and gross. Ah. So, Allfather uh, not is so All to get all serious about it. But a lot of the stuff that I think about when I'm watching stuff, it's hard to turn off my brain because my day job is analyzing TV and talking about TV. Yeah, and so I. Start thinking, Particularly when we see the character of Allfather How there's constant conversations About body positivity And when you have a larger character On a show That you shouldn't be shaming the character You shouldn't be fat shaming or anything like that People could be all body types And then you have a character like Allfather Who is... Uh, to be frank, hideously over the top, overweight, and literally eating a horse. And I know that's part and parcel with the show, but I just wanted to express that there's this weird yes dichotomy going on in me where I'm like, "Hey, stop fat shaming, all father." Okay, no. <laughs> but at the same time, that's the whole joke, right? Yeah,
0: that no one that is making fun of him. He's just very disgusting. Yes. Uh, so, like, I don't think he's being shamed. He's just. Being a mon, an absolute monster, like right? The,
2: I, th- he, I think I think you're right about. He's
0: that. eating this horse and he barfs into this buck. Like it's just all so gross. It's so gross. So and you see, like in Star's eyes, he's grossed out by it, but it's not because he like can't control his weight. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, right.
2: And he's reveling in it, certainly. Yeah, like
0: he is enjoying. It and being it's meant to, I it. think, be about like excess and specifically excess of a lot of church institutions throughout yeah. history. And uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, as okay. a symbolic reference. Um, so let's jump back and talk about uh, the Angel Bill
1: stuff. Um, <laughs> don't so be they a fucking dick about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's great stuff, you assholes. Uh, no, no, that was like an excited barge. No, don't get.
0: Uh, They robbed the bank. Um, Jesse and his ex uh, end up having a beer. Uh, He's keeping the lie going about uh, Tulip and Grandma being dead, but they're still flirting, and he gets a DNA sample by kissing
1: her. What do you think about that, Peach? What do you think about that? He had to do it for, I mean, he had a plan that fell through. He had to improvise. It's totally fine. Yeah, who among like us, who of among us hasn't
2: told our wife or a significant other that they had to get a DNA sample by making out with an ex-girlfriend? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Right? From the scrapbook. Yeah.
0: 100%. 100%, babe.
1: <laughs> uh, babe, it did it for us, babe.
0: <laughs> babe. Babe. Uh, we see uh, TC um, t- t- as a distraction technique for while the bank is being robbed. Uh, TC, like, goes to a petting zoo. And, oh,
1: like, my God. That was so fucking tries funny. to have sex with the goats? Well, he uh, t- pulls his like pants down. Yeah. And he, oh, that was Deep just... In. they okay. were like, no, I mean, you don't understand. Some guy walked into a petting zoo. are like, who cares? We're going after a bank robbery. It's TC. And then there's the slow-mo shot of him running with, like, the goat under his arm. So let's
2: talk about this a little bit. This is something they've been teasing and talking about for a bunch of episodes here. Uh, this is one of the rare aspects where the show is subtler than the comic book. Like, usually they go for it full throttle, oh, yeah. but in the comic, he is straight up having sex with animals all the time, like pretty yeah. graphically having sex with animals. Yeah. Uh, they've certainly teased that, but I think in a much sillier way than
1: they do on the page. Would you yeah. agree, Pete? Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. Well, it's like the whole, uh, they glanced over that, you know, the, uh, that amazing actor who... Um, who played, like, that guy who was in charge of all the meat packing things, like, you know, like, his character got in some really fucked up graphic stuff that hasn't been Jack addressed. Herald, Harley. Yeah.
0: Yes.
2: Yes, that's true. They, yeah, they didn't do the meat man either.
0: Yeah. It makes sense. Uh, we're not supposed to show that on television <laughs> yeah. uh, by the censor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We get some fun stuff of Cass and his vampire buddy flying. Yeah. Uh, Very cute. Sort of a... You've ever seen the movie What We Do in the Shadows? Yes. Very much... I feel like the more we see of this character,
2: yeah. I I got to be honest. I got to. I spent most of the episode. I, by the way, I got to be honest because I've been lying up until now. Uh, I spent most of the episode thinking that Cassidy was going to turn against him. Yeah. But ultimately, that's not what the arc is at all. And I thought no. that was way more interesting well, as a move for the character.
1: Well, it's also yeah. this thing of like Cassidy is just kind of looking for a, a friend, a real friend that can. You know, so this is. I like the vulnerability of Cassidy. Um, Also, that part where he's like, he's like, gets gets that phone call. He's like, "Well, I've been smoking all uh, crack all day." Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I just
2: want to spend one more second on this because what I think is interesting about it is the characters of Cassidy and Jesse and Tulip have always been so cool. Like they're cool people who think everybody else except for them are the dumbest people on Earth and they don't care about them at all. Yeah, Cassidy has this great active listening where he definitely pays attention to what other people are doing. But at the same time, there's always an aspect of him that's removed. And in this vampire arc, that seems to be worn away, yeah. I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah and I, well, I think he finally finds a place he would... Rejects it a little bit, but yeah, he finally finds a place where he fits in. Mm-hmm. And he likes that these vampires, that being a vampire here is cool. And this guy has developed his powers to be able to fly and turn into a cat and do these all these other things. So I think, uh, and they have this ceremony where they make a new vampire and and send it out into the it's world. It's also
1: hard to enjoy this because I know what happens in the comics. So. Yeah,
0: well, but I'm saying, I didn't, haven't read the comics, so I'm like, I'm enjoying this for what it is. And it's cool. nice to see... Um, cast uh, be a part of this. I thought there's an int- interesting thing where he 's trying to fight the vampire uh, the main vampire when he's uh, talking when he, after he makes this new vampire because right. he doesn't believe in that and it, it occurs to me this is very much about soul transference as well. like when you make a vampire, you take away their soul yeah. and that becomes power for the for van- whoever takes for the vampire for the vampire so yeah. both of all of our characters are dealing with like stealing souls.
2: Yeah, huh. sort of like this uh show is slowly stealing my soul with its Angelville storyline. Uh, I think that's
1: you.
0: <laughs> uh to keep driving forward, um they load grandma up with souls uh and she's
1: uh, looking younger than ever. Yeah, she's feeling her real her
0: soul oats, uh which is a great breakfast cereal. Um so much show that uh she decides to get after Tulip and Jesse. Once again, Tulip's knocked out. Grandma knocks out Jesse. Get her ready. Um, they got the soul sucking machine out, and they're about to take a soul from someone who we realize is Jesse's ex as a reveal. Yeah. But before Grandma can take the soul of her, uh, Jesse kills her. So she dies with her soul intact.
1: Which I thought was very sweet and very nice to do. Uh, yeah, gross, man.
0: Yeah, what?
1: Yeah, I thought it was nice of him. I guess.
0: Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Dude,
1: if you were about to get tortured, I would, you know, uh, know, like...
2: Yeah, but she's just going to take her soul. We've already shown that people can wander around without their souls and are pretty cool.
1: Yeah, Jesse doesn't have all his soul. Yeah. Right, but at the same time, he's... Giving her a quick and easy death where it's not something where she gets tortured or oh, her soul's taken. I'm just saying,
0: if you if you see someone, like, putting an IV in me and you're like, fuck, someone's stealing Justin's soul and you shoot me, don't. Because it might be just like I'm at the doctor. Or oh, man, because
1: I had all these plans where I was going to kill you. Yeah. I'm just well, saying, what about, okay, So oh. you're saying next time I see you
2: in the Subway Sandwich Shop, don't kill you.
1: Yep. Ah, Interesting. Uh, but every time you go
0: in there, like all Subway comes customers, you're like, kill me, kill me, kill me, kill me. <laughs> why would I eat this? Dude, yeah.
1: I don't know why you guys hate Subway sandwiches so much. It's
0: too much soul. Uh, after this, it's Jesse's, uh, he says, it's time to call the grail, mm-hmm. setting us up for another fun episode with some more hair star stuff, I'm assuming. And Cassidy, who seems like he's going to walk away from the vampires, goes back home to the vampires. Uh, is he going to stay there forever? Ooh. Probably. <laughs> See, this is a, it's hard no, to say. No, but he up. has it's that phone call with Tulip. He does have a nice phone call with Tulip, but. Yeah, Tulip's concerned, which I, I thought you would love. I know, but it leaves him depressed still. So he goes back to the vampires where he feels accepted because Tulip's too busy dealing with Jesse shit.
1: Yeah, she's busy. Yeah,
0: that's not, doesn't make you feel
1: special. Right, but at least she called. That's the thing. It was nice of her. But he.
0: Cass still knows that he's not really welcome there. Not currently.
1: That's but once they get rid of this grandma situation, they can all be friends again. I don't know. He's f- hanging with his V, v friends. Yo, oh, dude. Oh, man. Fuck your V friends. Uh, speaking of which, are you guys
2: checking out Hanging with My V Friends on uh, Freeform?
0: Uh, super fun reality show. Yeah. Uh,
2: it's great. I think it's going to end real poorly. Yeah. For the humans.
1: Yeah, definitely. The I don't know what him. I'm talking about.
2: Anything else uh, we need to talk about this episode?
1: The oh, show is seen. amazing. Please continue to watch. Don't give up like these two assholes. I haven't given up. I, don't, I, like I haven't this totally show. Haven't give up.
0: I'm just saying, let, let's move a little faster through the Angelville. Yeah, I just want to get we'll past get the there.
2: Angelville stuff. Yeah, more we'll Cassidy. Get or just Here's what I think. Fit. I think they should kill Jesse and Tulip and just follow Cassidy.
1: Oh, yeah, that
0: dude's fun.
1: Yeah, that's a cool you dude. Guys are no, no. You're investing in the wrong person. What you actually
2: should invest in is patreon.com slash comic book club. Nice. We uh, have a bunch of fun bonuses for you guys if you do sign up, so please check that out. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the Pit Loft in New York. Come on by. It's totally free. Pete, what else do you want to plug? Friend
1: us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. Follow us on Twitter at comic book live. Check us out
2: at comic book club for the podcast and more, and we will see you down in the hair (laughs)
0: Subway, eat flesh.